0: And welcome to Pixel Hunt Podcast, where we deep-dive and analyse games one system and letter at a time. I'm Mark, and wicked, wicked, jungle is massive.
1: I'm Dan, and jungle boogie, get it on. I'm Soul, and jungle love...
0: Oh, I see where we're going. Okay, so we're on to Series 2, Season 2, World 2, whatever you want to call it. We are covering the Sega Mega Drive, or the Sega Genesis if you are from...
2: USA!
0: We're going to work from A to Z if you're on the Mega Drive, or Z if you're on the Genesis, and then throw a number in at the end. This episode, or World 2 Stage 10, it now feels like we've been doing Mega Drive for longer than we did the entirety of of the NES, but maybe that's because the game's out as good. It's Jungle Strike. But before we delve into that, um we like to have a little bit of a conflab about what we've been up to since the last podcast. Uh so Daniel, what have you been up to?
1: Hi. I've um I've been playing Falls of Horizon five a lot. I kinda I like those um you know the Falls of the playlists that you get that change every few days. I tend to uh, just stick to doing them. They're fun it keeps me going then a couple of days later when I get round to playing it again like, Ooh, new things
2: to do is it? Is it, a, is it a week it's about that it's about five five to seven days season. isn't it somewhere yeah, yeah. I think and a season lasts a week is days. yeah it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's exactly <laughs> seven days yeah. is a week yeah. Thanks. thanks yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks <laughs> um, I yeah it it's addictive isn't it because the more things you complete in that week you get points and then you get certain cars which you could probably just buy anyway yep. but it gives you something to go for Gives you something to do, it's not don't it. Fun, Do you know what? It? I've
0: left, I've left it behind in favor of Project Cars Three, but I'll come on to that when I talk about what I've been playing. Well, but yeah, been, so I'm, I'm behind on Fars now.
1: Meaning to play other things, but it's that's just kind of every time I've picked it up, it's just been there in a quick resume on Xbox, and it's just oh, well, I'll just play this then. Um, mm. Yeah. Other than that, I haven't really played much else other than. Jungle Strike, but I've been to the cinema twice since we last saw each Ooh, other. Oh, go on. What have you seen? Well, I've been to see two films. One was shit, and one I thought was very good. I've not heard of that, I'll ta- those films. I'll tell you what the films were, oh. and then you can mm. tell me whether which one you think was shit, which one you think was good. Go on. I went to see Eternals, and I went to see shit. Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's like, it's like a quiz, isn't it? I like quizzes.
0: <laughs> Did I get it
1: right? You did, Mark, yes. Eternals was shit. I didn't care about any of the people in the film. No, I just I couldn't care less about them. No investment whatsoever. I've not seen either of them. pull me into them at all. I just finished and went, oh, what was the point of that? Just oh, no interest in it. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, I was expecting to go into it not enjoying that because of all the, oh, uh, it's just, you know, what's it called? Fan service. Fan service, thank you. But I didn't think it was. I thought it was really well done. I really to enjoyed honest, the set pieces. And, even and it if it, it was a
2: shit. So, you know, it
1: was entertaining. <laughs> well, exactly,
2: yeah. But isn't that the whole point? If you're if you releasing a Ghostbusters film, then yeah. by its very nature, you're trading uh, uh, on nostalgia. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. to complain yeah. about that is is a silly I thing.
0: Mean, everyone moaned about the woman one, but I watched it again recently, and I really like it. I don't see anything wrong
1: with that one either. I've but, not watched it. Not because I'm like I'm not watching Women Girls this. it's just I've just not not watched it. Um, yeah,
0: but the thing's that it that's good as well. It's good in its own right. You know, it's again, it's a load of fan service, but it's good. It doesn't stop it being good.
1: Yeah. So um I've started watching Succession as well.
2: Yeah, that's a few is good, episodes into that.
1: Yeah, I like it. I like how they're all complete cunts. Um are horrible, are uh, they? I, I, I the have, have to bleep that word. Awful. But um, Yeah, a lot of them <laughs> are. But um, I think my favourite is Macaulay Culkin's relationship, really, his brother or someone, his cousin. Um, yeah. He's just quite yeah. clearly the most Here open about Culkin. the fact he's a complete com- key of mm-hmm. The rest of them. Yeah. yeah, the rest of them just. But at least he's honest about it. At least, he's honest, air about air least really he's honest about it. He's caring about the dad and the family, and yeah, he's completely honest about. It. He's upfront about the fact that he's a complete dick, um, and I, I like. Yeah, him. it's like I don't give a f- shit. What's in it for me? Yeah, exactly. We're not far into it yet, though. We're, we're only <laughs> there's been a vote of no confidence. We're, we're at that stage in the first series, so we're not that far at all. Um, other than that, mm. not a lot to tell you. So, um,
0: move along. I'll go next then. Um, so, yeah, I, binned, I didn't actually bin Forza Horizon off. I, I moved my PC out of the living room and into my office because, I, well, ever it were in living room, I wasn't doing any gaming. <laughs> so um, And then now I've got it into my office. I can obviously pick it up and mess around. So I'd reinstalled Project Cars 3 because I was going to buy a new wheel. And I thought, I'll reinstall it, just see how it runs and everything like that because I've got a new monitor. And I haven't been able to stop playing it. And the, when I first got it, I'd side, I'd shelved it, I'd put it to one side because when I played it in VR, it wasn't as good as Project Cars Two, and I don't think it is still. But actually, when you're playing it with a control pad, um, it's a really good game. It's just not Project Cars, and I like the fact that um, I'm not having to drive to a race, to get into a race, and that I just straight into a menu. I've got three objectives. I do those three objectives. I'm onto the next race. I've got some money. I buy a new car. I'm now in a new car with some new objectives, um, you know, and, uh, and actually it's held my attention uh, really, really well, and it's, I think it got a bit of a raw deal because when it came out, it wasn't Project Cars 3, even though that's its name, but if, you, if they'd have rebranded it Project Gotham 5, I think everyone would have had a different opinion of it and be saying it's one of the best games that anyone's ever made (laughs) because it's really, really ridiculously good. It's just
1: not Project Cars. I was thinking about the Project Cars, uh, Project Gotham franchise the other day. I'm thinking, why has it gone? Where has it gone? I know Forza Horizon's Mm, kind of taken over from it, but it 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 doesn't feel the same. I know it's not the same game, but um, there was something more racy because Forza Horizon yeah. 5, as much as it is an Arcade race compared to proper Forza Motorsport or even proper Sims like uh, iRacing, it, for, for Project Gotham seemed to be a little bit more racy than arcadey, but
2: not quite. Got a bizarre, bizarre Creations got swallowed up by uh, Activision. Which got swallowed up by. And, no, Activision is still going. They just sw- they swallowed them up and went. You've had enough, thanks.
0: But yeah, for me, Horizon doesn't seem like a continuation of Gotham. It seems more like something like Midnight Club that's evolved into something else rather than, um, rather than Gotham. Where, whereas that Project Cars 3 does feel like Gotham. It's not an open world. They are short racers. Um, I've got, uh, there's no QDOS, but there is a, a methodology that's similar. Um, and you get scored on taking corners well, and you get scored on following the line, and you get scored on your break points and things like that. So your objectives might to be, be to perf- have perfect corners, no damage, um, you know, overtake four cars in eight seconds without. Um, um, without hitting any of them and then you've got to win the race so you've got these little other objectives and then there's other races in there where you've got the like 10 point, 20 point, 50 point things to smash as you're going around but they're a race, you know, it's not like some shitty Gymkhana like you have in Dirt you know, it is a race and then you know, there's more complicated lines of higher points and then you've got the thing where you've got a timer so it's like, you know am I gambling against trying to get around this fast and smash as many in as I can and taking the tight lines or, uh, so it's, it's good it, it really does occupy that space and that that's evokes that same feeling that Project Gotham did with those, you know, oh uh, yeah I've got a hot lap, I've got a pace setter, I've got a you know, a normal race. I've got a kudos based race. So, yeah, it's it's really, really good. However, onto non racing games, I picked up a game called Inscription. Inscription, like crypt, like in crypt as in C R Y cryption. Um, this is by the guy that made Pony Island and another weird game called Hex. I think his name is Dan Mullins. I think that's correct. It's fucking amazing. Like, I can't stress how amazing it is and explain how amazing it is without ruining it. That's how amazing it is. All I want to say is it is the first game I've played in years and years and years maybe since something like Stanley Parable where every single time I've booted it up I've gone, What the fuck? And something has taken me by surprise every single time. And at its base, it's a very basic um combat-based card game, turn-based card game. But there is so much more going on than that. It is Brilliant. I literally haven't been able to stop playing it.
2: It looks like a Slay the Spire type deck builder, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. A bit. But there's more to it than that, yeah. Because I sent you the recommendations in yeah. you know, there about a month or so ago. I just happened to go onto Eurogamer and it was up there as recommended, like essential. And I know on the face of it, you it look at it, essential. it looks like a Spectrum game or something.
0: To say, yes, i say it looks like a Spectrum game, it's one of the few games that even the kids like, what's this? And then we, we've all just sat playing it together, watching it. You know, you would not do that with a turn based card game, but there is so much going on in this that you constantly want it. it is, it's exciting, it's interesting, it's funny, it's unexpected, it's fucking genius. It's a absolute work of art.
1: Right now, what I sounds. was going to say was I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised at <laughs> all that it's brilliant because it's been published by Devolver Digital and nearly every single Devolver digital game I've played, I've thought, that's fucking brilliant. Every single one I've played. If if I see that, it seems to be just, you know, like everyone says that about Konami. Damn quality. Konami, it's going to be good. Every time that comes on my screen, I'm like, I'm going to enjoy this, whatever it is. Yeah.
0: It's And and the thing is, it's supposed to not be very long. I think I've sunk eight hours into it so far, Um, so I must be... I must be somewhat quite far through it because it does have, even though it's a card based thing, it does have a beginning, middle and end. Um, So I must be quite far through, but I don't, I don't know whether I am or I'm not, and I don't care. I'm just going to keep plowing away at it because it's just fucking too cool. In terms of what I've seen, because the new Spider-Man's coming out, um, I took the kids back through history and we watched all of the Spider-Mans. And do you know what? They're all good. Every single one of them films is good. There isn't a bad one among them. And even that very original one has held up really, really well. You're saying Spider-Man 3 is not good. When, have you watched it again? When was the last time you watched it? A few years ago. Fully,
1: I haven't. I've watched it in bits.
0: Yeah. I've watched bits of it. There we go. Um, I thought Spider-Man 3 was shit as well, and I wasn't looking forward to watching it. But it's not. It's good. Um, and particularly when you're watching it, it, it back to back with the others it's good it doesn't hang around there's, not a, there's no exposition there's no messing around in that film it's straight in action, 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 action and boom you're out at the other end and it's got a really satisfying conclusion and I can see why at the time if you'd waited a few years you, you felt a bit discombobulated because they were throwing too much at you but if you watch them like I watched them where you watched one, one, day, one the next day and one the next day, it were perfect because you were ready just to jump straight in and get thrown around everywhere like you were in a washing machine and it was good. We decided Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man, but he had the not best films. <laughs> so, yes,
1: uh, I, 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 I really enjoyed him as a Spider-Man. I thought it was great. I yeah. thought the first Amazing Spider-Man was decent. Um, yeah. And then... The second one,
0: not so much. There's too much too much yapping and not enough action in The Amazing Spider-Mans. But when the action comes in, it's better than anything that's in the others. It's just that there ain't that much of it. So I watched them. I finished the... I'm bang up to date with Succession. So I'll not ruin anything for you, Dan, only to say that it just continues to be amazing. Right. And I... Went back and I've had, well. I've been working, I've just gone back to have all of the old Curb Enthusiasms on in the background because obviously the new season of that started and I couldn't be asked waiting for more episodes because it's like week on week. So I just went, I've, I've watched them in reverse. So I think I've got back to season
1: four now. It's another one of those that I can't watch. I, I've never, I can, I've, I've tried, to. I've watched a few episodes and just it's not... It doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it didn't for me
0: either. And I don't know when the penny dropped, but it did. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think season 10 is a very, 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 very good season to start with because I started with the new one having seen the odd episode here and there previously because my mates used to watch it and if we were pissed they'd put it on and I'd think yeah it's okay but I were never that bothered about it but because it came up on HBO the new season I started watching the new season really liked it and like I say because I ran out of episodes and couldn't be asked waiting I went back to season 10 and started it and binged it in and absolutely loved season 10 then went back to 9 then went back to 8 and actually Season 10 was a perfect gateway drug for the rest of it because it's a really good season. It's all killer, no filler. Each episode individually is good, and it's got an overreaching arc that's really, really funny all the way through it. Um, and it's just more focused, like a refined version of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And then by, by taking it and working my way backwards, you then forgive its flaws as you're going backwards because you appreciate where it got to. Whereas I think if I'd have started at one, I'd have just gone, nah, fuck this um do you know what i mean does that yeah. make sense <laughs> yeah um so so yeah that's uh, that's it soul
2: hello hello, hello. darling. you did I have do 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 yeah i've been playing Forza five as well because of its dipping and outness it's got that oh just that's one f- more go. just one more go. i'll just have this one race but also you can just turn it off there's no, oh, I, I can't, and I, I need to I need to dedicate three or four hours to this. So you just think, right, oh, well, I've got something to drag a teddy off. Have you been playing it on the PC or the Xbox? I have on the PC, yeah. Because has it's it been buggy? Um, not as much as you believe in in even their apologetic messages that you get through. And uh, you, every time, I think since it's been it's been out about a month it? I think I've had about four or five quite significant updates to download, but I've not really, I've not really noticed anything. I think a lot of the complaints have been joining convoys and playing online and stuff like that. And I've not really done any of that um, as yet. So I don't think I've been affected or I don't think I've it's been
1: stuck in loops where it's been saving. It's just been sat saving. I've decided to fast travel somewhere and it's took literally five minutes. I've gone and made a cup of tea and come back and then go, oh, fucking hell. No. Um, I ended up. Yeah. It's, it's been not, not, unplayable but irritating
2: no it's it's been it's been all right to be honest um, but I, I think everything's accentuated more the internet just allows people to moan about everything more and you see more of these things and yeah. the internet's making me mad at the minute i've deleted the facebook app yeah
0: just, i could i could I i'm could. just
2: getting, i'm just taking myself away from everyone ranting and Is finger it waving you make Yeah, it's just like, stop telling me what to do, everybody. And stop arguing with each other and just bugger off. So I'm just retreating into my own little personal space. Um, Which fucking is,
0: I retreated three thousand miles away. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> just like I'm just sick of of uh, the internet <laughs> and people. Maybe I don't I'm know. Just sick of people. <laughs> yeah, just
0: that's what it is. Just people are dicks. Sorry, uh, any people that are listening. Yeah, but,
2: obviously all, all the
0: fucking dicks. I'm one. I'm a dick. I'm not like discriminating all people of all shapes sizes coloured creeds sexualities and identifications are all cunts. yeah and it's been
1: it's, it's been well it's been well um shown up to me over this past weekend because I'm a big Formula 1 fan so I love it I love all the all the um, show that comes along with it and it's been mental the internet's gone mental with all this shenanigans that's gone on with Formula One, But all the memes that have come out have been amazing. That's my favorite part of the internet: memes and humor. The rest of it, people and talking about things—that's that's rubbish.
2: Yeah, I've just, I've just. <clears throat> but yeah, sorry, Forza Horizon Five. But yeah, so I've I'm aware that there's been issues because it's been amplified by people, but not not for me in particular. Um, I guess. If you paid for it and they were quite crippling things, you'd be very upset, but it's on Game Pass. So, hey. ho. Oh, talking of Game Pass, I've tried. It came out today. I've tried that uh, Aliens Fire Team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, Good. yeah. Um, It's back for blood with setting the alien universe. So you've got a team of three. Okay.
0: I finally had a go on that Back for Blood this week. I thought it would pretty good Yeah, it's good. all right. I
2: think like Back for Blood and like Left For Dead and like Alien uh Fire Team and like various other things, so even if they are subpar as a single player experience and you've got a few of you on there and you're just shooting it in and you're having a laugh, then it elevates it. It can lift it from mediocrity, I think, and that's what that's what I think this did today. It was quite good. I played it for about an hour on my lunch with, with a couple of guys on Twitch. And it'd be good. It's just a laugh, innit? it's just easy. You just shoot stuff, roll around, uh, get covered in acid, and that's an average night out in Wakefield. <laughs> what else have I been? Yeah, what else have I been playing? Did, did Oh, right. Uh, but I, I forget because how long we've, it is since we've recorded. But I've played a lot of Halo Infinite. Hang on, multiplayer, which again. elevated when you're playing with friends it's it's a laugh it's quick it's very very fast in as much as you die you respawn you die you respawn it's a really quick fun thing to play it's non-stop action for 15 20 minutes they've got ledge climbing so they've nicked a bit from apex you you can run and slide like you can on apex it just seems a very modern iteration of what what I played a lot of Halo 3 online uh, so I played with a few people from Twitch on that, and it's just it's just really good. It's um it's well worth checking out if even if you're not a fan of like Halo, you might like the multiplayer. But that does bring me on to playing Halo Im- Infinite. I think I've done the first three missions on Halo Infinite. Um, it's Halo, isn't it?
0: It's too Halo for me so far. My experience of it was, I came to play it day one. And then I realized I couldn't play it until 10 o'clock fucking California time or whatever bullshit oh, right. it was. So then I set me alarm and I came back to play it then. And when I went to start the campaign, it then said, oh, you need a 20 gig update. So we're like, oh, cheers. So I, you couldn't have given me that update when I came on this morning then. You, you Now you're giving me the update. Then I took the update and I tried to play the game and the game wouldn't start. So then, in order to get the campaign to start, I had to uninstall the texture pack, which was the high part of the update, and then I could play it without the texture pack, and then I went to re-install the texture pack, but I couldn't play it while that were re-uploading. <laughs> Modern
2: gaming. I had
0: to. So, of my four hours that I had to spend with Halo, I did half of level one and thought...
2: Oh yeah, it's Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I mean, it looks lovely. All the uh, aliens and stuff look good, but it's once again, it's not even got the the high octane start that say Halo One did, where you're in a a close no. environment, lots of lots of lots of in your face battles. It's very dramatic. It it's like here's some really big corridors and platforms to walk on for. 45 minutes with not any particularly difficult com, uh, combat, and I've still not got past out. So I don't know how long that's going to be. I've heard people say they improve once you get off the ship.
0: Well, that I mean, that was always the kind of the halo way, wasn't it? You're confined to these corridors, and then it opens out into this big thing, and you go, Oh, wow! But, um. But it seems to be taking a while to do that.
2: Yeah, I, I, all the like I think you said, Mark. And our WhatsApp that all the reviews are good. I've seen positive. I've seen I've seen. <laughs> I've not read deeper in the headlines, but the majority of the headlines says takes Halo in places it's never been before. And everything I've seen so far is everything I've seen in Halo game. <laughs> so, so I think it's probably, probably exactly worth persevering my opinion, with. I it? think yeah but yeah that's me game i dude. think
0: it's one of them over christmas when i'm not working yeah and i fuck all else to do i can sink some time in it. Yeah, yeah
2: boy i've been watching on television not much still playing still playing still watching better cost all and all the usual stuff that, that we've said many times on this podcast but i've started watching get back on disney plus the beatles documentary from um, wow. um not jerry jackson Hi, my name jerry jackson uh, from Peter Jackson. Now, we all know Peter Jackson can take uh, a bus timetable and stretch it over four weeks. But <clears throat> I think, to give in his defense, on this, it really, really works. He's, he's, he's gone, I think he's worked from 35 hours worth of original footage. So, for those who don't know, uh, when they came to record Let It Be, the plan was you've got two weeks to write and record an album we we'll record you doing it, we'll make a documentary out of it, and then you can play that album on a live TV show. You've got two weeks, go. And so it's basically the footage of them doing that, which culminates... I've only seen the first part so far, so there's probably loads of, loads of more good stuff to come, which culminates on the rooftop gig, which was our last ever live gig, whatever. Um And it's just... I don't even know if you can call it a a documentary or a piece of art or a film or a TV show, or I'm not sure what you call it. It's basically, it's basically four guys pl- making music, but also you see in the start of the Beatles falling apart, you see George Harrison leave at one point, but it's just four guys sat around. But it, it, it's it, tell, also I, interesting
0: to see. I'll tell you what it is. It, 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 it was interesting for me to see how important George Harrison was as a quality control mechanism for Lennon and McCartney, because hmm. he's the one kicking stuff back, going, "If that was someone else's song and you just played it, you'd say it was shit, you know, stuff like that, <laughs> um, you know." So it's interesting to see um, him kicking it back to him and going, "No, it's not good enough, you know," I'm... so um, and making him try harder.
2: You can. I I heard something. Yeah, you can see that this band's falling apart in many ways, John. He's um barely saying anything. He's just sat there yeah, along he's for just, the ride. It's really Harrison's passively just
0: like... sat there, isn't he? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so whether he's iron heroin or something at this point, I don't know. But are or some kind of drugs what not I'm not joking. It might be in that phase, I'm not sure. Um, but you also see you, like I say, you see this is the start of the Beatles starting to fall apart in many ways, but you've got Paul McCartney holding them together and i heard someone sum it up as like you know when you see the world's strongest man pulling the a- like a tractor. He's like, that's Paul McCartney's job in this. He's just going, come on guys, look, I'm just doing this. It's coming, come on, come on, we're all coming but along. I see the it as totally
0: up. the other way around as a yeah. person who's been in a band. Um, I see it as completely the opposite as they're all really fucked off with Paul McCartney um, and he needs to chill the fuck out and let someone else play with the know, toys.
2: I don't know. I don't, I think, I, can, I, can, I only, think McCartney can sees it falling apart and that's why he's so passionate. But even, even he, he, he He's got the self awareness to, to look. I don't want to. I don't want to come across as a dickhead. And I think he says something like that at one mm. point. But it's just interesting because you've never seen the Beatles be like this. You've seen the Beatles on TV. No, no, it's interesting. You've seen the Beatles going woo and wobbling their head, and you've never seen them just doss about in crazy fashion, playing some music and drinking cups of tea. And to see "Get Back" come to life is absolutely astonishing. When he just sits down on the guitar, does McCann, just, goes, see, just mumbling and trundling and riffing away. And then you can just see Get Back. One of the, you know, Get Back is just a song that we've heard for years and years and years, but you see it born out of nothing. And it's mm. Christ. It's they they. I just think it's a fantastic thing to watch. I can't even call it a piece of TV it's or int- a documentary. Or, yeah.
0: What
2: were you going to say, Dan? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I've, I've I, I say. I know you're very excited. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I I'm with Mark. I am I'm sat there watching it going, All right, who made you boss? Like it it seems mm. more like it's like right now change to F. Now now we're going to G and now and Well Rab, there is an element of you have to do that when you've yeah, yeah when you've you've when you've
0: written
2: like, it, but
0: it's not that, it's the way he's doing it, you know. So yeah. you, uh,
1: but but it, I've only it, watched a couple of hours Not even that.
0: I've watched about it, half an hour. It's really it's really interesting. From the point of view of I've been in that, not with them, obviously, but I've been in that room a million times. I've, I've been part of that creative process and seen songs pop out of nowhere. And I've been in situations where it's been done much slicker than that. <laughs> you know? So you kind of go, you can, you're kind of looking at it going... Um, you know, fuck me. We were all more organised than the Beatles. You know, with <laughs> I
2: mean, obviously, everyone takes, and I think that mechanic can see it. And at one point, he just well, if it's not just going to work, mm. we'll just. I know you just. We'll just have to. We'll just call it a day. We'll just yeah. blow. Up. And someone we'll who gets the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's just a fascinating uh, piece of history in many ways. I think.
0: I, th- I think it's it's something everybody if you're if you're into music, whether you like Beatles or not, it's something that everyone should watch. I mean everyone should watch it. But I think if you're not a musician as well, to have some respect for the creative process that goes into writing, because some people go, that song's shit. And it always makes me mad that, you know, even if that song is shit, it's still someone's baby. You know, yeah. someone still sat and cared about that fucking song.
1: <laughs> I need to go back to it, but I immediately looked at it on um I looked at it on one of my friends. Um, it's got a Plex server and he puts all this stuff on there. But I looked at it and I saw the episodes and it's two and a half hours. I looks wrong. And I skipped to the next one. They were like, another two for mm. this. And then I realized it, that is how long it is. And it just sort of put it put me off. Like, you know, mm. my, my opinion of seeing, oh, there's 28 series and each episode is 58 hours long and there's 16 in each episode. I'm like, oh, God, but they've really, broken it that down that in a nice way. Attention span <laughs> 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 day by day. I'm,
2: on a calendar but they've broken it down yeah into calendar days so you can go uh, 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 my daughter came in and she was like well, well can you do this for me, dad or can I, can I go on Sims 4 or something like because I'm watching it in my office and she wanted to do my Xbox I said, um, I said when it gets to the next day and then when you see when the, as they scratch an X on that day as the day passes she's like how oh, long's it going to be dad I'm like he's writing let it be <laughs> shut, shut up <laughs> 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 but finally because uh, we've ra- we've ra- we've gone on a bit um how be- for for old footage from 1969 oh god it how looks incredible how does it look? yeah what but a yeah, job it does they've it done looks really there.
0: really good i mean it looks almost too good because obviously you can see where they've had to chop to uh... Takes that are not part of that, but they've just smashed them in to yeah. make it look right. That's the only bad thing is the quality of it is that good. You know, you'll switch to a camera angle where it's from behind, and it's like, that's not what they're fucking doing. He's, he's holding the wrong card, yeah. and like, <laughs> he's doing this. You it's, know, it's, so, uh, but,
1: it's not yeah, surprising that it, it quality looks good. You notice. It, it, did you watch the, um, what was it called, They Shall Not Grow Old, where they redid all the World War One footage? That was Peter Jackson's, all, wasn't it? That's that's fun. Ah, that if you've got it. any interest in history whatsoever, watch that. There's no there's no narrative, no story to it, but it follows people recording just just talking like about Lord the war. Lord of the Rings.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's more interesting. Um, it's, well, it's Lord of the Rings was just... was all the, all the was born out of his war, uh, World War One experience, <laughs> wasn't it? So Not
1: exactly, I suppose. But it's just recordings of people talking about the war, and then they've put it over the footage, but they've enhanced all his footage and slowed it down to the right speed, colorized it all, um, and it's fascinating to watch, and it brings it much more to life. So I'm not surprised that this... It will have been old footage, old grainy footage from the from the 70s. I'm not surprised that they've done a good job of making it look good. If they can do it with World War One camera footage, I'm sure they can do it to the 70s stuff.
0: Yeah. Cool. Shall we move on to uh, Jungle Strike then? uh
2: but- Yes, I think we should. This is the game. The game that we've been playing.
0: Developed and produced by Electronic Arts and released everywhere at some point in 1993. That's as as specific as... uh, as we're going there. Uh, he appeared in all the June magazines and looking around the web we think it possibly was 14th of June so that's what we're going with. Then if you've got a problem with it come and witness the empty field of fucks that we give. So the basic plot is that general <laughs> is it Kalibaba yeah. or is it Kyle Kalibaba. Kalibaba. Cal- Cal- ba- Kilbaba. Kalibaba. I went for one of them earlier after that curry. Um, The desert madman is dead, killed in the first game. So that's um, desert striking it. So he's left his son behind and his son's like proper mad. So so he's going to go kick off and fight any American that comes his way to exact revenge on Uncle Sam um, for killing his baba. Um, So, he's got the wealth, um, but he's no political resources. So, along with Carlos Ortega, a violent South American drug lord who has his own private army, they team up to carry out a nuclear strike against the United States of America.
2: You were
1: supposed to be
0: based
2: on real people? Well, I think in the first one, it was definitely based on Saddam Hussein. And then they've just... Taking it and run, but apparently even in the first one, they d- developed the game before because they were got they got told off for being in bad taste because it came out just after the Gulf War had ended, I think. And they went, whoa, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We were writing it before the Gulf War, yo."
0: And they got done with this one as well for uh, it also being um, um, a little bit racist. I think at the time, it seems a lot racist now. Um, I've put the blurb
2: here. So yeah, this is this is the opening. This is this is like the the uh the pre-game credits, isn't it? Do you want to be Carlos Ortega and I'll be the narrator and we need Right. Pointers.
0: So, I'll be the narrator. Okay. Um, you're Carlos Ortega. So, that's your best um um Monaco's yeah. uh, accent remember paying yeah and um your um Kalibaba so i don't know where he's going to be from accent I, I,
2: i'll be um i'll be the captain as well then if you want cool
0: um somewhere in the pacific carlos otegu watches from afar 3 Two, one, fire, Woolworths! The island is engulfed in a
1: nuclear explosion. Impressive!
2: (laughs) As I said, I still have nuclear resources. So you can deliver the components to my jungle fortress. (laughs) With ease,
1: 72 hours (laughs) enough. I cannot wait to avenge my father's death.
2: Destroying Washington. (laughs) DC will teach the Yankees to stay out my drug trade. I don't know where it's going. I'm lost.
0: <laughs> At least they will. Definitely of mixed heritage. At
2: least they will suffer greatly for the trouble they've caused us, you see?
0: The scene switches to a newscast on EAN. We interrupt this broadcast for a special report. Moments ago, a nuclear explosion was detected off the coast of South America. As of yet, no one has claimed responsibility for the blast. We will keep you informed as the story develops. In the home of the pilot who is watching the newscast, the phone rings. Hello?
2: Oh, I've got to pick it up.
0: Captain, there's been an incident.
2: (laughs) I I saw it. Somebody's showing off.
0: There's a special forces briefing at the White House at 0800 hours.
2: I'm there.
1: (laughs) Does that mean he's there? Then already, he sees, I'm
2: already there. To well, me, might be. <laughs> I was on his way. I think, I think he's just saying, I'll be there in a minute. So,
1: that, as bad as it
0: was, is <laughs> probably better than the game. So, what you have to do is work your way through nine um, different levels. And by levels, these are little, almost like mini open world hubs. Yeah, level one, Washington, D.C., level two, Subhunt. Try saying that when you're pissed. Level three, Training Grounds, level four, Night Strike, level 5 palooza 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 a city Um, (laughs) level six, Snow Fortress, level seven, River Raid, level eight, Mountains, and level nine, Washington, D.C., again all of these levels have got different terrains and settings city sea desert snow and all the missions have a uh, mixture of different objectives so like destroy these terrorists destroy this building free these hostages destroy these chemical runs take out these car bombers save these nuclear reactors um destroy loads of shit but don't kill the president that's bad um as you've probably guessed it's not straightforward So it might have been inspired by Choplifter but there's a lot more to that. You've got fuel to manage. Um, So you could be running out of that and then you've got to smash up some fuel tanks pick that up with a little hook. You've got limited guns and armour. So again, you've got to manage those resources. Um, You can break off from the mission to collect this fuel or uh, or just wander aimlessly around the map like I did a lot of the time running out of it. Um, But before we delve too deep into any more details, it's time for our cultural interlude.
1: Cultural interlude!
2: Cultural interlude. What? <laughs> you cheesy fucker. <laughs> we're going we're to start with the music. As we always do. Uh, cultural, yeah, sorry. Cultural interlude. This time is from June the 14th, 1993. Dropping four places in the singles chart to number nine is Three Little Pigs by Green Jelly. Do you remember this? Do you remember? Little
1: pig, little pig, let
2: me in. You know, not by the hairs on no, my chin. No,
0: forgotten that this song existed at all until it just popped up right there on your notes and um my life was no worse for thinking it didn't exist <laughs> i bought this on cassette <laughs> single
2: because it's got a killer i riff. To <laughs> used to
1: like the uh Playmation video for it, and they sent in Rambo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, clearly, Wolfface, hey, wolf
2: face, <laughs> am your worst nightmare. <laughs> Max, Max, far from impressed uh, 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 at yeah. Three Little Pigs, but yeah, uh, I think you might, have reached <laughs> <laughs> you might reach number it's one. It's not music. It might reach number one. Joking,
0: God, honestly. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think so. It was up there. I'd have to double check. So... Okay. So Next. the British public
0: have always been retards.
2: Yeah. We, all, we, we like a novelty single, don't we? <laughs> That's somebody's
1: baby, Mark. That's somebody's baby. Yeah. Before you rip it yeah. for yeah, big it
0: shit. It is, it is somebody's
2: baby. It is somebody's baby. So yeah. climbing seven spaces... It may be. Oh, climbing seven spaces to number six is... Oh, By a no, it and pliers. Tease, tease me, tease me, tease me, tease me, baby. till I lose control? Tease me till my but body and soul.
0: False advertising cause Is I it? never saw him use any
2: pliers once. The the um, the lyrics mm. for for this, right? they they're a bit questionable. Yeah, just a touch. I'm gonna, I'll try and, I'll try, well, you've heard me do reggae before, haven't we? Uh, and I'll, I'll try and I'll try, and <laughs> and do, it, I'll try and do it some justice. Floating like, like a, butterfly, a butterfly, so, so charming. Me, me, you failed already. Yeah, so this is the this is chorus <laughs> that, that I was, that I was, uh, that I questioned. So called hard justice. Yeah. <laughs> me gal tease me and took a look and fancy right from the clock until me reach climax. And when we reach me will tell you fist up. Will you hear this guy and we not turn back? Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hello <beautiful.
1: laughs> There we for, go. For, very allergy. It's yeah, good. <laughs> <Like right>. it.
2: <laughs> and meanwhile, in 1993.
0: For all, just- for all I mocked and maligned there, you actually did do it justice.
2: And holding on to the number one, holding on to the number, number one spot was a cover from Ub Fotti. Ub Fotti had got to number one. More reggae coming. <laughs> More reggae. Well, yeah. And it was from the soundtrack of Sliver which was your Sharon Stone, the Baldwin film with CCTV stalking. And uh, it was open brackets, I can't help, close brackets. Falling in love, with wise men say. only fools rush in, I can't help, Been from Birmingham. Did you like that? Did you like the film? I think I went to a cinema to watch Sliver.
0: I, do you know what I think? I did like no, the it. film at the time. I think
2: someone's killing people in a in an apartment, but it's very much coming in on the back of Basic Instinct. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, but yeah, it got to number one. There's lots of trumpets in it because it's UB40. Album charts, ladies and gentlemen, album charts climbing two to eight is connected by Stereo MC, which featured the single I Wanna mm-hmm. Get Myself Connected. Riding's <laughs> yeah. on the wall.
0: Riding's on the wall.
2: If you come mad, my Yep. Stomper you my Ball. But yeah, that's a, a good song. Fall. They was a good band. Song. That was on
1: a that was on a car phone. Where else have uh, Was it? I remember that. Yeah. No. It was. Well, they, they have good connected they also, also As
0: was Speakeasy. That Shed 7. They did a version of that, didn't they?
2: Yeah well i can recommend a dj kicks album by stereo mc as well from early 2000s it's good that you know the dj kicks mix series the dj kicks mix yeah
0: we're talking about the dj
2: kicks mix. yeah boy okay. uh, falling one place to number six is unplugged and seated unfortunately it's not about an electric chair which is, should have been plugged in and <laughs> seated. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I would pay money to see.
0: Let's fry Rod Stewart. <laughs> yeah, Rod Stewart. Uh, fuck, with a, to be fair, with I those, think someone's uh, already had a go. Have you seen his fucking hair?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those um, unplugged albums that were de rigueur in the early to mid-90s uh, from MTV. So you had Nirvana Unplugged and you had... Uh, this this fella and some other stuff, Eric Clapton, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. And um, it featured the song, it was propelled up the charts by Have I told you lately that I love you? The uh, Van Morrison uh, song that he covered for this.
1: <laughs> I like how you went into that with melody and then quickly abandoned it. Yeah. <laughs> Have I told you that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was good though, I liked
2: it. I and mean, number one was the soundtrack to "What love got to do, got to do with it movie about Tina Turner's life, which I, I glanced on the Wikipedia page. To, that was a film? To, uh, it was uh, Angela Bassett, wasn't it? She played Tina Turnoff. And, and mm, apparently... It's quite good. Yeah, it is good, but it's full. There's, a, there's like a, a Bible-depth list of inaccuracies, yet the film was based on her biography so they just twisted the stuff up for mm. dramatic effect thereby like making stuff up so a long list uh-huh. of stuff but it featured she covered do 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 baby burn, Drink, break, burn didn't she <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah
2: and that's what propelled just this like that. this up the charts they were like okay but. <laughs> Disco <laughs> <laughs> is that what it went? Sorry. Um. What? No, sorry. Is we are here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that is the. That's the charts. That's the music, and that is the album's charts for June the 14th, 1993. <laughs> we will. Um, Stop. we'll move on to films right so what number three in the film chart yeah. this week was a film starring robert redford demi moore and woody harrelson and it was indecent proposal some people might say it's quite an <laughs> it's indecent it's not film. that
0: indecent is it it's not that indecent. Can I fuck your wife for a million quid? I'd have been like that. You went in too high there, son. I'd let you shit on her for a tenner.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> a fucking great, what should we call a mint proposal? A, like a fucking tecker. I'll have money. 50 <laughs> yeah.
2: quid, that, that's um, fine. Does it, does, it, does it go through with it and it leads to marital stress? Yeah, okay. I think
0: actually what you've got at number two, Falling Down, is a sequel to it where the, <laughs> the husband goes mad afterwards. Uh, goes on a mad rampage, but they just changed the cast up to keep
2: it interesting. Well, your man who directed, um, <clears throat> who directed in Cease of Proposal also directed Nine and a Half Weeks, directed Flashdance, directed some other thing, and he's just directed that film that has just got dropped from cinemas and Disney Plus or whatever with uh, Ben Affleck and that incredibly attractive lady that was in the last James Bond film and Knives Out, the Spanish nanny.
1: An- An- oh, she's beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. Um, oh, and but, Jacob's yeah, Lander Why is it all, then? Sorry. Why has it
0: been dropped? What, 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 yeah, oh, she's what I beautiful.
2: And very talented. I'll just put that qualifier in there so I don't sound creepy.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I saw her in some kind of thrillery thing before I knew who she was, and I thought she were really good. And then when she popped up in Bond film, I was like, "Oh, that's her from that thrillery knives thing." Out. Yeah, she was very good in it. She didn't knives out. No, no, something no, it else. wasn't knives out. It was something else.
2: So, so, yeah, number two is everyone's angry McDonald's customer falling down, uh, starring Michael Douglas, Robert Duvall, and Barbara Hershey. She of the ice cream uh, firm. Uh, ice what chocolate and it was directed by joel schumacher who went on to do batman, batman ruin batman. Uh, batman yeah maybe uh depending on people's opinions and he did lost boys and he well,
0: did because he did, he did the george clooney one
2: <laughs> yeah i guess yeah did uh, he did lost boys and he did that other thing that had uh, them when they died and then they grew up brought back to life that I'd give Sunderland in when they were on with Julia Roberts and stuff and, uh, and flatliners. Flat liners. Thank you. Yeah.
1: So I, we did phone booth. I,
0: um,
2: good phone booth. I might have done.
0: Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I, all of his films except the Jaws Clooney Batman are pretty good and it's, Falling it's Down is booth. one of his best. Fan-
1: and Phantom of the Opera. Not really.
2: Oh, really? I, um, I didn't
1: know. Was um, What's his name from the, the Scottish fella? Um... Sparta's name, three hundred. the <laughs> your man from three hundred. Gerard Go. Butler. Yeah. Yeah, he plays the Phantom, doesn't he?
0: Mm. Uh, number one. Um, I watched Falling Down again recently. It's still really good, and probably the best performance Michael Douglas has ever done. I think that this the Falling Down and the Game are probably his best too. Films, I think it's really it imagine, it's falling down. imagine
2: making Falling Down now There's Any little thing Could trigger someone To, <laughs>
0: <laughs> to take anyone out honestly I mean, This guy
2: This guy shits the bed Because he got to get A McMuffin or whatever And at number one yeah. Was Or is Or was I don't know The Vanishing Starring Jeff Bridges Kiefer Sutherland Sandra Bullock I've not seen it But basically Kiefer Sutherland Turns up at a truck stop And Sandra Bullock Is missing I it, Just watch it. it. It's um, <laughs>
0: it's like, the best way to describe it, Vanishing, it's like a really shit-hot episode of The Twilight Zone or um, Tales of the Unexpected or something like that. It's really, really, really good. I've seen the Dutch original as, original as well, and actually there isn't much point in watching the Dutch original unless you speak Dutch, because they're both as good as each other. They're both the same. The remake's got great actors in it, so it's directed by the same guy. It's not one of them where you go, remake should have never happened. It's like, well, actually, it's a perfectly valid remake. So, yeah, it's good.
1: Before you move on from the films, okay. just mm. looking at that batch of films there and looking at the names, it couldn't be. It's just like a, a perfect little frame of the 90s there. Oh, God, Robert yeah. Redford, Demi Moore, Waddle Harrelson, Michael Douglas, Robert L. Jeff Bridges, Keith Sutherland, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> did i that's say his, waddle? That,
2: that's his pet nook uh, waddle carol chris son. waddle <laughs> but yes i think you i think you're right there uh yeah so we are right, I, think, I agree we are a gaming podcast allegedly well, well what <laughs> are we <laughs> sometimes yeah.
0: fucking say what?
2: we're not really are we we're a retrospective look back on uh on a particular snapshot in time that also features a game Let's be honest about this. Don't turn up wanting games. In fact, don't turn up wanting and, and anything. And <laughs> don't, don't <till laughs> yeah, don't turn up wanting anything. Because <laughs> you're going to go short. Yeah. Unless you just want yeah. amateurism. <laughs> yeah, I've right, got, that. Yeah, yeah, we've got that in yeah. <laughs> Right. So, what have we all been waiting for? We've been it's the games man it's the games that's what we're all doing everything else was 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 soundtracks was backgrounds to our lives so on the 14th of june 1993 cmvg issue 139 was on the shelves in World war yeah boy World war. So and
1: and, it, and again, any new listeners go back to series one episode P for an explanation of why Wall War is <laughs> like P.
2: Um. So CMVG hits first one up here on the snares, scoring ninety four. Was Alien Three? Good that. Which was yeah, very good. Yeah. Do you remember this, Marco? Was Marco, this like Marco? a
0: side-scrolling ch- fighter? Was it
1: that one? Might be. Might be. Shoot. You've got a rescue up and down side-scrolly, yeah, kind of.
2: Yeah. It was good, wasn't it? It was a platformer um, where you went up and down ladders and you had a flamethrower and, and you we had had to a flamethrower, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly the one I'm thinking so of. The, it was the, good. The, the, like the prisoners of... Uh, <laughs> It was very good, yeah. Um, it, like I say, it scored, it scored 94 here, and Randy Paul, Paul Rand, uh, graphically gorgeous, sonically far, far superior to a lot of the current SNES outpourings. Alien 3 captures the atmosphere of the film and then some. In short, it's a smash. Now, I watched Alien the other night. Fantastic film. And I also will stick up for Alien 3. I know that it's got a lot of people who say it's shit but
0: uh it's not shit it's not it's good, it's good.
2: And, you, and if you believe what you read david fincher had his one hand behind his back when he was making it but i i, I it's still still a good film still a good film. it's not aliens but if you'd have got another aliens you'd have gone it's just like bloody aliens to so stop mourning anyway right next up is if I remember rightly, mm-hmm. Alien 3 was good on pretty
1: much every platform that it was on as well, even on the oldest, on the on the um, Master System. Ah. It was part of the old stuff, obviously, and it was, apparently it was quite good on there too.
2: Right. Well. Yeah. I don't know, I could play them all then. Right, Final Fight on the Mega CD. So every Final Fight fan's dreams came true because this finally gave you all three characters that you could play. Which you couldn't on the cartridge based platforms and you got a two-player mode which you didn't have on um the cartridge based ca- cartridge based ones so scoring 95 randy paul paul rand said here it's expensive but randy paul paul rand says here there's a two-player mode And third character, I've just said that Paul, don't we talk about? Which the SNES didn't have. And an extra level that even the coin op didn't possess. It's expensive, yes. But you're going to have to expect to pay slightly over the odds for Mega CD games in these early stages. And you certainly should buy this. It's the best Mega Mega CD title to date! Exclamation mark. So he's happy about it. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's fight, all right, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Go right, have a fight. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, once, I was a bit cheated by games <coughs> like that,
1: though. No matter how good you think you are at it, you, I don't think you could ever complete it no. on one credit. No, they're purely designed the design to, chew to your money.
2: Yeah, yeah. And next up, scoring ninety on the Amiga, is Super Frog. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Matt to kick in as, um, the, as the in-house Amiga. No, you? I
0: didn't. I never played it. I never played it. I never played it. I mean, I saw it got, um, got good reviews, but I never uh, never played it myself. Well, it's
2: Wakefield Team 17, and Gary Witter of uh, I Can Write Rogue One film come at me. Uh, he said, uh, it thrashes all other contenders in the speed and graphics stakes. And with so many neat touches, Team 17 actually manages to bring some originality to a tired out all genre. Do not, I repeat, do not miss Super Frog. It's basically a side-scrolling platform, isn't it?
0: Actually, I think I did play this. It was similar to that Zooly thing. Yeah, it I don't like Zool. It's not as
2: chaotic as Zool, is it? It's a bit tidier than Zool. Uh, you're a frog in a yeah, cape. Yeah, I think it's that kind Despite of thing. Despite all it? my rage, I'm still just a frog in a cape and finally a game I've not played but it gets plaudits it's up and down, left and right inside and out, it's Loom LucasArts Loom the uh, graphic yeah. adventure this and on it's where so you make carpets I don't think so, I think it's when someone is a bit mental they you call make- you a loom I oh, know, a, that's a loon but anyway, it's on the oh, not you textiles. make music have you played this Mark?
0: Yeah, long, long, long time ago. I didn't like it though. I mean, for it it were doing things for its time that you'd never seen before, but it's not particularly good.
2: Well, this scores eight eighty-nine on the PC engine C D turbo graphics duo, turbo duo, C D NEC PC Engine C D thing.
0: I think along with Discworld, this was one of the first things when I got when I upgraded from the Amiga to a PC. This was one of the first things I got. I think there was this. There was a Discworld game. And there was a Gabriel Knight full motion video y. That was a werewolf, a werewolf. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, Paul, Paul yeah. Anglin of CMVG here uh, is angling to give it a good score. It's Paul Anglin. Uh, however, Loom is to be one of the most instantly playable fantasy adventures ever. However, the excellent graphics and sound in Loom paper over two minor cracks. Disk access horribly slow, and it's not the most difficult game. If you've played a few RPGs before, and if you're a bit of a newcomer to the fantasy adventure scene, then Loom will provide you with a solid start. It's well worth looking up. Eighty-nine percent, it's okay.
0: It, it, it's not stuck out in my mind as being amazing. Not like Monkey Island, I can still remember now. Mm. You know, that's more a Lucas one, but Loom, no
2: well they thought it were. alright I mean 89 is an okay <laughs> alright yeah <laughs> uh, but that's you guys that quickly just skimming over the charts here uh, I'll go I'll go from 20 down I'll pick out some decent things you've got at oh Christ um, 16 Streets of Ridge 2 on the Mega Drive and that's me Uh, and going into Zombie Nation when I was trying to do the the song of one of the the levels, so I did that wrong. You've got Star Wars on the Game Boy. Mm -hmm. Lemmings 2 at 11 here. Uh, 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 Sonic uh, 2 at number 6. A game called Desert Strike at number 5, which, yes, we're onto Jungle Strike, but Desert Strike was still in the charts when Jungle Strike came out. Uh, Chaos Engine here at number 3, which is... Uh, wonderful Amiga top-down dungeon crawler, was it was Chaos engine was Bitmap Brothers, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got Body Blows from Team Seventeen, which was them trying to get in on the uh,
0: got right, no, have a fight no, no, thing on the Street
2: Fighter 2 type fighting craze.
0: Ah, uh, is it that yeah.
2: one? It's quite a decent fighter, to be fair, but it it couldn't stand up to everybody had Street Fighter 2 by this point on the super nintendo yeah. and a number one pga tour golf 2 which is still going now with pga 2k 1 what whatever whatever it's supposed to be really good even even the most recent iteration right
1: super yeah. Swiv as well i played the hell of oh, super Swave yeah. as a kid me and me and john used to play that a lot john from Over road yeah um yeah and
0: how's Top that john yeah
2: verticals shooter yeah. And one, one that I didn't cover there. At number four on the PC X Wing, which at the time it's all a little bit slow and clunky now, but at the time it seemed absolutely awesome—a uh, flight sim in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, boy, <laughs> with that horribly creaky joystick you had. Yeah, it it was like a an early flight stick, wasn't oh, it? Where it? Was
1: it? <laughs> it? used to
2: creak. I don't know where I, where I, I, I got that. it from. Uh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of the cultural interlude for this week. There you go. End.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for that, Sullivan McGilligan. Um, before we move on to praise, um, appraise, um Jungle Strike. Uh, Do you have a fun fact for us, Dandle? I do. Mm -hmm.
2: Sit down and strap in. His facts are like a slap. It's coming at you so, so fast. It's Dan's fun fact.
1: So, the game's creator, Mike Pocine Posseen? Posseen? I forgot how It's pronounced now, and I went and looked it up on purpose as well. It's um, Pocine. like po-cine.
0: poutine, the Canadian chips with cheese and gravy. Oh, but love different. that.
1: I'd have some poutine. poutine. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Every day. Anyway, Mike <laughs> Pocine, he's got a LinkedIn, and um, oh, okay, he's got a little about. Okay, he's, <laughs> he's got a PhD in mechanical engineering from uh, UC Berkeley. Began his career as an engineer, but quickly switched to uh, computer software in the late seventies.
2: Wow!
1: So yeah, it's um, and now he um, he runs a company and he's in semi-retirement. He's got a small company producing time-lapse software for Canon digital cameras. How random! Yeah, giving up on games, I'm going to make time-lapse software for Canon digital cameras.
0: <laughs> Funny, he'd oh. given up before
1: making this one. <laughs> he worked at, according to his LinkedIn profile, he worked at EA for one year after his company was acquired by EA. Mm, sounds about right for a year. Oh,
0: that's good. Let's destroy it. <laughs> 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 so he was still doing it back
1: then. Um, I, did, I did get a quite a pang of um, pang pang nostalgia. Well, that's the whole idea of this. Of nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, when popping I, bubbles. When I turn Jungle Strike on and you got the old-fashioned EA Logo coming at you. Yeah. You know, the three letters tumbling together. It does do
0: something to you, doesn't it? We're seeing that. Yeah.
1: What, what is what your,
0: your verdict? verdict? <laughs> so, so, so where should we begin? I mean, I, I I probably didn't give this a fair enough crack of the whip, so I'll go and then I'll bite it to you because I think you guys played it more than me. I finished the first level, which took me maybe... <laughs> If I include fail, it's maybe, a, maybe in a good hour, hour and a half, maybe even of playing. Um, in fairness, um, there's no, there's
2: no, there's no easing you in gently to this game. First level,
0: no, is um, tricky. And, again, I mean, we've. Tricky. We kind of spoke about this a lot of times, and uh, with these older games, and it is just a shame that uh, nobody cottoned onto it back then. But had this game had some kind of trainer level at the beginning, a it'd have been longer, and b it'd have been more accessible and fun straight away. Um, you know, if it just had some short little missions at the front end, do a do a fuel run, practice shooting this, and um, practice doing that, and it it, um, it would have probably eased you in. Better to isn't, the experience than uh, than it does.
2: Isn't there a, some? Isn't there an assumption that you've already played Desert Strike by this point? I know what you're saying, but I was about
1: to say um, that. Yeah. Isn't
2: isn't Desert
0: maybe. Strike the trainer stage? Yeah. Well, obviously, I'd not played Desert Strike, so and I'd not got the instruction book, so I could see the objectives and I could see the map. Um, but then you have no mini map or or anything do you um,
2: uh, go into the pause menu and see where you yeah. are yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah, you've got to keep, it, yeah. Is, it is quite cumbersome to to keep flipping <laughs> back and forth to the map but in fairness i, I don't, I don't she- think it, it would have it, to cram it all onto one screen would have probably not helped i don't think on, or, or it might not have even been mm. able to do it let's be honest
0: Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think it's it's just a victim of obviously we've got the benefit of hindsight looking at this and uh, that hurts it. What is good is how long it is you know older games weren't really that long um this one clearly is you know it took me a long time just to do the first level I couldn't be asked doing anything after it um it looked pretty enough it sounds pretty enough um it controls nicely enough um but it was just a bit dull um that you know that that was it for me but um but having said that uh, I think, had I had it at the time, I would have probably liked it quite a lot. Um, the only reason I don't like it is because all of its flaws really shout and scream at me now, but they wouldn't have done in 1993. I would have thought it was fucking amazing. So,
2: yeah. It's hard. I looked at a. I played it. She was going at me. Shall I, shall I pick up from that? I don't know. Do do. Yeah, so, yeah. right, well, we'll save you, score then. We'll save your score. I, um, I got to the third stage because, as you say, it's a long time. And I thought, well, I'll watch a bit of a walkthrough. I didn't particularly, I just clicked through it. I didn't sit and watch it because to complete this, and I guess these guys knew what they were doing, it's a three and a half hours <laughs> completion. And for, for those people who've not played it, you do get a password so you can jump in and out at whatever level level you want but certainly like mark said there, the the first level has got lots and lots of content there's i think there's eight or maybe six missions on that first level all quite tricky once you get to grips with it you um it doesn't it don't go easy on you you constantly run out of fuel constantly you can't You've got to be really smart with your weapons. You can't just go in all guns blazing because you, you soon run out of weapons. Uh the enemies are pretty accurate. So your armor's always on the on the slide. So you it it's challenging. It's good. And if you'd have got this back in the day, I, I wouldn't have thought you'd have finished it. Or if you did finish it, you'd have spent a long you'd have time. Sunk doing some stuff. fucking hours in. There's massive, yeah. massive, massive value for money in here. And I think for the time as well, mm. um, I can remember being—I can't really remember Jungle Strike, but I can remember Desert Strike, which is this is just more of the same, more, more of the same. Um, there's, it, it looks well for its—it's it's quite a technical achievement for its time. But also, I think they've done really well in in creating like a a film theme, and I know that. It sets the scene before you play, but you've got lots of cut scenes. There's a massive story going on here. They've lo- they've put lots of effort into building kind of this universe as well. I just think it's a, I think it's a complete package. It it's really really good, and I think if you look, so it's, it's you nice it is it is nice. By today's standards, it, it's got um, shortcomings. Absolutely um
0: it is nice that it feels like something that's been designed for someone sat at home that's got lots of time rather than something that's been designed to roll 10ps into that is nice yeah
2: um and you can see apparently the the follow-on parts to the amiga and, and stuff like that they enhanced it even better and made it look better and, and i think it was an even better product by that point point. and I, I just think as a complete i just think it's a really well it's not been tossed off no matter what you think of it in terms of um, control mechanisms or how difficult it is or or if it's not quite sure it wants to be is it an under, is it an rts is it an action game is it a, it's got all of those things floating about but it's got it's not a case of it does lots of things and it's crap at all of them I just think it's a really good, well put together package. I just think, I just not think had I got this back in 93. Had I not been getting drunk and, uh, having kissing and cuddling ladies, I'd have, um, I'd have been quite impressed with this. I think very impressed actually.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm inclined to agree. I think it's very impressive now, but I think, yeah, I, um, I feel the same. Had I had it at that point, I would have probably liked it a lot.
1: So I I had, and I think I've still got somewhere, Desert Strike. So I went into this knowing exactly what I was supposed to be doing, that I've got to do the missions in certain orders. I knew how the whole thing would control. So <clears throat> I felt quite at home with it when I started playing it. And it was just more of the same. I'd never actually played Jungle Strike back way back when, but it's not really much different to Desert Strike. I like that they try to bring other craft in there. On the second level, you end up rescuing some people who um, crashed a a hovercraft, and you use the hovercraft to go and chase down some plutonium that's been dropped off by presumably Ortega, the Spanish man. And that, that was interesting to go, oh, I'm not always going to be in a helicopter, and I'm not always just shooting down, shooting a building open and picking someone up on the winch. But yeah, you've you have got to keep an eye on your fuel and your armour and your ammo. If you run out of ammo or armour and then set off on the next mission, you knacker. You'll just you'll just die. So there is some strategy elements to it, it's quite cool. It got quite dicey I would at one like point, is,
2: there's not I don't I don't know if once you've exhausted all your fuel from the map, I don't know if that's it. I don't know if it re-energizes or because no so yeah I, towards what i never ran out but when i did finally complete that level one it was like shit there's not much because i as soon as it starts beeping at you your helicopter saying
0: boop, boop boop boop
2: for like low fuel you can't dick about you might you're not like well i've got a bit left in tank <laughs> you've got you've got to no, you deal have to get with a that. move on and find yeah. Some. yeah and
1: and um some of the some of the enemies that you shoot down do drop ammo or armor so there's that as well but it's um what would have been nice would have been if it wasn't quite as linear as it was so yes you've got a big map of, well, i guess for the time um it, you've got a big map and you've got six or seven missions but you can flick through all the different missions in the menu which makes you think oh i'll just go do that one next but if you do it in the wrong mm. order you end up blowing something up that might be included in the next mission and that well, fail go back to base oh okay well, right. i don't to do it in order ever. yeah yeah you've got to make sure you do it in order it would have been nice if you'd have done something then it would uh, uh, have been written in a way that it followed you on to the next um mm. part of your mission i just kind of followed it through yeah. I mean, i'm nitpicking here I, guess. I,
2: yeah, I, I never deviated from the path i did get sent back to the white house when i smashed up like the monument, whatever it is, the big naval monument, I, whatever it's called, that Spider-Man climbs up. I, <laughs> I, I smashed that up by myself. I liked,
0: I liked that you could just go out and just shoot the fuck out of everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. but You, know, did, you, it, you didn't
0: have it, that it. freedom, usually, in games in, of that era, to just go, I right, give a shit what your game is, I'm just going to go blow buildings up, shoot people. Uh,
2: and you can do that. Yeah, in many ways, it's... <laughs> so, um, Sandbox. It's it's a yeah. sandbox, but open. It's quite open world in a way. You can go wherever you want, do whatever you want.
0: It's open world, but it's very empty world. Yeah,
2: there is. That. And again, that's it probably is, yeah. the limitation of... I, I, I did blow up um, when it, you get to finding suicide bombers in cars... I just shot the first mm. car I saw because the map was so empty and I ended up killing civilians. <laughs> that's wrong. I got told yeah. off for that by President Putin. I killed, I killed civilians just for Which fuck
1: isn't, a Which it? Yeah, they don't not tell you off do they in real life for that? Not the U.S. I Army mean, anyway. But the um there was a, a level four, the night strike one. If you've seen that, if, um, you play a lot of it in the dark, and you only get glimpses of what's going on when there's lightning strikes. All ah, right, that's quite a, ah, right, quite a cool that's element. Cool. I liked how the, I like, it's very similar to Desert Strike, but I like how the controls feel with the helicopter. You've got a bit of inertia, which some people don't like in games, but I think it works quite well in this. And I also like I liked how it controlled. You're not centralized in the map either. When you start no. heading off on a journey, the camera follows you in, in kind of a an elliptical fashion. So yeah. you set off and the, it moves yeah, forward. Yeah, the scroll you, points so are at
0: like 20%. A part of the screen, it'll let it'll allow you to move a good chunk before the scroll then starts to move. So yeah, you're right. It does give it a more naturalistic flow, and yeah. it, and it gives you a feeling of movement. Whereas if it had kept you central, you would have felt like you were controlling the screen rather than controlling yeah. the helicopter. So yeah,
1: and I, and I don't think I ever got frustrated by the controls either. I especially liked if you held A, you could strafe left and right in the <laughs> helicopter rather than constantly have to be turning and moving and turning and moving so yeah, the, the the control mechanisms work really well the the music in between the cutscenes uh, well there is no music in game is there You've just got nice violin No the the, the, the title music's good that. and then
0: and yeah the music, it's the music when Drive. it's there was good
1: yeah yeah, uh, 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 yeah that uh, sort of grungy uh, uh, bass nice dramatic yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 um but yeah, like like you said, it it's clearly been built as a as a as a first player, first player, as a single player experience. You know, you can you can yeah. put some time into it. You can write down your password and come back to it later. Value for money is is
2: mega for this, I think, especially back in the day. Um, it cost me ten pounds. I, I loved it. So even at ten pounds by today's standards, it uh, it gets a sole seal of approval.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so what about scars? I
0: think for me, like like I said, the score I'm gonna give it because well, like, it, 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 it is the score I would give it if I was back in the day, which I think is a nine. If I was scoring it now, it's a piece of shit. Um, you know, but I've got to look at it as what it was then and it, you know, if that was my game that I'd been bought and that was the only game that I had for months, I would have been well happy that I'd got that game because of how big it was and, uh, and stuff like that. Whereas, obviously, the opposite is true when you're trying to review something. You're like, fucking hell, this things fucking massive. It's going to take me fucking ages. You know, so it's, it's a different <laughs> kettle kind of fish. But yeah, I think... So uh, on that basis, I'm giving it a nine.
2: Wowzers, Trousers. I loved it. Even though you didn't, and I know you've applied some retrospective glasses to that, I'm bordering between 7 and 8 because I'm a bit sad that there's no music while you're playing. It feels a bit barren, like Keith Barron or the Baron Knights. It feels a bit... Doing, trying to use, I didn't use, mind that. No,
1: well, I no, don't. There's not much. There's not much soundtrack to real. one. No, I. Well, no, apart
2: from just. <yelling> but I'd like some. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Even if it's some ambient, bloody Philip Glass type thing, just playing underneath it, just to propel it along, just to give it some something. But I get why they didn't look at. The size, look at all the detail on the menus. Look at all the detail in all those screens. Look at the details, in the cutscenes. Look at so. I'm not sure, and it's and and it says here, it says here on the cover, 16 meg, 16 meg cartridge. So it it's a it's a big old thing, um. But yeah, I mean, all right, I'll, I'll give it eight. Seems a bit churlish with all the content, just to just to mark it down because it lacks a bit of music while I'm playing while I'm maiming terrorists.
1: Yeah. I've um, I've got a goal with with Mark. I'm at a nine, and I don't think even. But I don't think by today's standards, it's just dog shit. I think, um, probably is not something you would expect to see on a top end console. But if it could somehow have some sort of touch controls, I think it would make a perfectly good mobile game. Yeah, quite quite happy. The, the controls. It
2: um, takes some getting to getting used to. That. They're all they're almost tank controls, aren't they? In a way, you kind of...
0: They kind of are tank controls. Yeah, controls like a Resident Evil character where you... Yeah. Uh, like, unless you use the Strafe. But there's nice the, inertia
2: you know, to the, to and the copter. To and, and, and I don't think, actually, we, we've not mentioned it, have we, when we did the the introduction about it. You do get lots of different... Uh, you get a hovercraft. In later levels, you get to fly a stealth bomber, which um, oh, yeah, I doesn't saw that, stand yeah. up oh. to punching into buildings. Like So, so there's lots of there's lots of variations on each level as well lots of different enemies in level two you're having to destroy uh, gunboats and submarines level one it's terrorists and tanks and it's uh, even even the missions like on on level two you've got to stop uh, the the drug runners escaping with plutonium which I think is what they're trying to get to construct the nuclear nuclear um, nuclear attack I think I would so assume so. total yeah. Totals yeah. Score 26. There. That puts it at the top
0: then, doesn't it?
2: So you've got 99 98. Nine, nine, 998, which interestingly, yeah. going back to this issue of CVG, they covered Jungle Love in this and they gave it 95, which mm. is a nice big score. <laughs>
0: uh, I can see why they would have done at that time to be honest. It kind of makes sense.
2: They yeah, but everything everything we've said here, like, brilliantly drawn, excellent sprites, shifted an amazing pace, great music backed up by some well ad explosions, very very addictive, very very hard, and just brilliant in every way. Nine unfeasonably large campaigns that will take you ages to get through. So even now, yeah, this is this is fair. this is a month's worth of a game, I'd say, or certainly a good two solid week. for for a working adult. <laughs> it's probably a month.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't not yeah. rent it from your video shop and have it done over the weekend. No, which, that's no, silly. definitely but not. It, no, it's it's something that I think is I think it is obviously one of the best that we've played since we've done the Mega Drive so far, and um, I think it still stands up easy today. Yeah, boy.
0: Personally. Um. So anyway, other games that we could have been playing um were James Pond One, Two or Three. Then, Any of them would have been yeah, pretty good as well. Right? Again,
2: that, They're very similar to like Super Frog, really, aren't they? In times, it's simplistic, side-scrolling yeah. platformers. I don't think I played three, but two was Robocod, which I applaud I for the pun alone. I love yeah, Robo. I had that Mega Drive. Joe and Mac. Cave, yeah, I can't remember Joe this. Joe and Mac, Caveman Caveman Ninja. Ninjas. You might know it as it. Again, uh, massive okay. in the arcade, and yeah. uh, go right, have a fight platformer thing. A bit like Mega Twins. Really, cheeky cheeky boys.
0: John Madden. Well, that many of them, I'm surprised statistically that we didn't get it. I know. We probably had more chance of winning the lottery than not getting. I John think it's Madden. difficult.
2: I've pl- I've played the, the modern John Maddens, and they kind of bore me. But when you played this, with the first John Madden Football on the Mega Drive, it was just brilliant. It, it balanced simulation and arcade. Yeah, I, I, it was just great. I remember you showing me it because I was like, "You
0: fucking serious American football?" And you were like, "No, but you need, <laughs> yeah. need to understand, look, look, watch." And I were like, "Oh yeah, actually." And it is—it was actually a really, it, really it, good it, game, and it taught you
2: how American football. Yeah, but works. also it didn't blind you. with uh, it, it was simple enough, but complicated enough as well, so it was easy. Yeah, it
0: did. I, like say, I say, introduced you to it in a really good way, but didn't patronize you in any you way play, shape or form. you, play, you, you try playing, playing with, playing
2: with the modern ones, really. No. Do yourself a favour, and it, it might waste some of your bandwidth to download it, but download off Game Pass or off the EA thing or whatever, the most recent Madden, and just try and play it. I, it it's like you need a degree. Impossible. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm oh, right, The man. old man now, but I can't work that out at all. Okay. <laughs> Thick twat. So...
0: <laughs> so Jurassic Park we could have had I don't, I don't remember playing that. No. Well um, before you
1: before you run away from Jurassic Park don't run I think away. it was the the Lost World um sequel film obviously which it stretched uh snares on mega drive to almost its limits with a with a wolfensteinesque section with um basically became wolfenstein 3D but running on something like a Mega Drive or a SNES, um, where you were hunting down, I think Raptors or something in the kitchens. Was that the first one? Might be the first one. But there's, I found a video on YouTube about it and how it was just groundbreaking for stretching the console, but never really got particularly well noticed commercially. Um, it looked interesting as to how it managed to to pull all that power from those machines back then. Hmm. Try and it And out.
0: then
2: what's Jewel
0: Master? Jewel Master
2: is very much like Rastan, but as you play through it, you pick up different rings and you put your fingers in rings and <laughs> and different rings have jewels on them and give you different elemental powers. Uh, it's quite... Sounds shit. It's quite good. It's good. It's
0: quite good. <laughs> okay. It's quite good. Um, so um, do you want to um, bring out that dickhead and see no, what who, um, if, if he's in. pain we're going
2: to be put through next. If he's in.
0: I want something that I don't have to retrospectively go, but would that have been good then? Because that seems to be the case with the last few. I want something that's just fucking good now. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see what he's got. All right, load of old shit, like always. Probably. Let's see.
1: Fucking
2: hello? <sighs> Alright, dickheads. Uh, I've never told you I hate you. I hate your stupid
1: faces.
0: And I That several I times. Thank you, have.
1: And just one more thing. I hate you. But anyway. Cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll give you a game. And I'll make it random. And because I think you are... Nice. Oh no, sorry. I think you are mice. You can have Krusty's super fun house. I hope it's not fun for you. Because you're all know, dickheads. All these stupid dickheads.
0: <laughs> we just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter.
1: Wonder who it's from. Thanks, Randomizer. Whoa. I'm go- I'm Googleizing this I now this to see we, what it is. we have this. It's... So is
2: it, is uh, yeah, we kids. have this for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, with this. the
1: Mega Drive. Is it a different game? Uh, it looks alright. It looks it's a puzzle game. It
2: looks, yes, lemmings.
0: It looks like a, one of them like Magic Knighty type hmm? games. <laughs> Can from you not remember
2: this, Mark? Tell type.
0: Dizzy. No, no it's like I don't um, remember at all your job. Lemmings,
2: isn't it? Yeah, it's essentially lemons, but you uh do you c oh, uh, even though we okay. had it, you've got to get mice out of the room. But do you do you control crusty and you've got a yeah. I can't I can't remember even though you, we you had control, it? I can't.
1: You control Krusty and the mice come out of a little pipe and you've got to pick mouse up boxes stuff and help them. Spoilers get mouse,
2: pipe, mouse pipe, mouse pipe, <laughs> out of oh, mouse yeah. pipe.
1: Cut out, cut out.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, so well, there we go. Cool.
0: Well so. um I I'm quite interested to, to see that then. So I'll I we shall look forward to that uh, next time um the listener listens. Thanks, everyone. Sorry it's been a bit disjointed, but behind the scenes, the uh, internet's not been our friend for this episode. So if it's a bit choppy, go uh, the internet, please forgive us. That's
2: because I had a go at them to, to um, start. Just...
0: I've actually seen switching to my mobile phone. Everything's stabilised yeah, it does, perfectly. It so maybe it. that's the, the way forward from now on. <laughs> um so uh so yes that's all for this episode thanks for listening we love you long time if you want to reach out to us um we've got a discord a twitter or instagram at uh, pixel hunt pod
1: you can watch us play stuff on twitch as pixel hunt
2: pod you can see some gubbings about all three of us and uh, listen over on uh www.pixelhuntpodcast.com all the previous episodes all the previous scores for all the games if I get around to updating them <laughs> sorry, sorry <laughs> you just have to listen to see what's the best um, or, or, or just drop us an email at howdo at pixelhunt podcast.com or something like that even if it's abusive emails we like it
0: so until next time keep on keeping on we're pixel hum podcast playing the game so you don't have to
2: have to have to have to yeah that's it